Welcome to the Italian Football Podcast. Juventus make it six wins in a row. Uh, two nil, sorry, correction, three nil win over over Lazio. Probably Juventus's most uh, emphatic performance of the season, um, I, I would say. So uh, Allegri was uh, was a dead man walking uh, just just a couple of weeks ago, really. Um, what has what has changed for for Allegri, Nima? I think it's it's a number of things. Um, first of all, he's playing with the same structure and the same lineup, um, and this and, and he's got the balance right. The three five two with uh, with with Kostic on that left wing, um, a strong central line. Fagioli's been an absolute revelation. Um, Rabio, I think, is the symbol of this Allegri two point uh, Juve, um, and everyone is everything has just clicked. It's all come together, um, and everyone is taking responsibilities when the big names haven't been there. When the Di Marias, the Vlaoviches, the Pogbas, all these Paredes, etc., when they're not there, the everyone else is taking responsibility, and um, and it's uh, it's all just come together, um, and it's it's so impressive. They it feel like it feels like that you could have played that game for 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 four hours and Lazio would never have scored a goal. Yes, Lazio were without Zaccagni, were without uh, Ciro Immobile, and so on. But still, they were they're a good side, and Juve just dismissed them, just brushed them off. This looked like this had the this air, this this ruthless Allegri Juve air about them. Um, that when he when his teams just go in there and win. Um, and just uh, ruthlessly win, um, and don't, and just dominate uh, teams by by the ruthlessness and just break teams mentally. I think the first goal was, of course, a howler by Providel. But uh, but yeah, I mean, when Moise Ken looks happy as well, he looks in in uh, he looks like he's uh, he's really coming to his own. He scored scored three goals now and or four goals so far this season. Uh, he scored again, tw- you know, scored a brace. But no, it's all coming together and I mean as I said, I mean I, I've said consistently that if Juve if Juve are out of the top 4 when the World Cup break comes, then I think Allegri will resign. Well, they're not out of the top 4. They're com- they're comfortably in third, a point ahead of Inter, two points behind Milan. They're very much in the top 4 race. And I think the top four race is becoming the top four that you know we all predicted would would be there. It would, it's it's Napoli, Inter, Milan, Juve, um, and and that's where they are. Uh, and I think Kostic, above all, the fact that they're getting as much out of him as as, as they can by playing him as, as a wing back, just shows everything. Um, he can he can he's been he's been their he's he's been their most most impressive player. I think during all of these yeah. six wins. Yeah, um, yeah, a, f- a few things to say here. I mean, first of all, uh, I agree with you. I think that the, the top four is now kind of developing a little bit into the top four that we we would expect it to be before the start of the season. No, we all said it. As um, I just said, it, we all we all tipped it yeah. to be that top four. Yeah, uh, there there are obviously big positives from this game. But first of all, Juventus created conceded virtually nothing in this game, uh, and they they created. I wouldn't say they created loads and loads of chances, but they created enough big chances to win the game by, you know, they probably deserved to win this game by a couple of goals. Maybe not 3-0. That was maybe a little bit harsh, as Sadi said himself. But I think Juventus were two goals better than Lazio and they didn't concede anything at all. 
the positives uh, also are from a from an individual point of view that Moisa Kane five goals in five games. And I think he spoke after the game how he's been on a strict diet, lost a lot of weight. Um, you know, Nedved's prediction of him scoring 25 to 30 goals a season might not be as crazy as it once sounded. But uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm still not sure about him, to be honest. But I mean, he's on good form. I thought Kostic, Kostic was great, like you said. Uh, everything that, that Kostic does has substance. And that's what I like about him. He is one di- He's a one-dimensional player. There's no doubt about it. You know, he, he, he runs in straight lines, but he's, he's, he's direct. He gets the ball. He puts a cross in. He delivers well. And he's concrete. That, he's a concrete. concrete. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's exactly what yeah. I mean. Everything that he does has he does it with the view to having an end product. With it. it's quite a minimalist player to be honest, but yeah. it's all it's all with a view to to getting an end result, an end product. And you know the same with that with that shot. He just smashed that in. Okay, Provadel made an error, but you know he hit it in with such pace that that is likely sometimes that, those kind of things happen. You know, um, so. You know, Juventus have put themselves in a position now where you know they 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 can get Chiesa, Di Maria, and Pogba back in the new year and fully fit. Then, then all of a sudden, you know, they should get the top four. They always should get the top four. And I don't want people. No, no, to they will finish in the top four. I don't want people to start. Yeah, what what I would say about this is this, right? Um, yes, you know, it's good. They won six games in a row. Uh, I think they're definitely fighting for each other now. They're, they're playing for each other. There was all lots of question marks about had he lost the dressing room uh, and everything. And maybe, you know, maybe there was a lot of people doubting him, but now they are playing for each other right now. It's not good football. It's not the kind of football that I like seeing. It's counter-attacking football. Uh, you know, Lazio had, I think, 61% of possession in the first half. You know, I don't like to see that, but I don't think it's sustainable at a high level. You know, if we're talking Champions League, at that as you say, you tweeted it yesterday, I have high standards and I don't think it's fitting <laughs> of a big club to play that way uh, and, you know, to compete at the Champions League. Um, but, you know, it's a start. They now need to maintain it. They have to maintain it now. You know, it's, it's a good, they've gone on a good run of form, but let's not, you know, get all these prison of the moments and these Allegri disciples are all of a sudden saying that, Everybody that's been criticising Allegri, and that includes yourself, Nima, not just me, um, are all of a sudden... I have been criticising Allegri, yeah. but you've been saying that he's finished and he's a dinosaur. I've never said that. Yes. There's a well, difference. I have. Well, There's I'm, a yeah, but I stand by that. At the highest level, I, I say he's finished. But, mm. you know, people are using this this six-game winning run as a, as a kind of... Um, to, to make a point that everybody that's been doubtful and criticised criticised Allegri are all of a sudden wrong. Well, they haven't. All they've done is they've just gone on a good run of form. They haven't achieved oh, anything. The league table you know, doesn't lie, so, does it? I mean, it it doesn't lie. And if you look exactly, at the, exactly, that's well, what I mean. Exactly, that's the that's the whole point. You know, they're, they're ten points off Napoli, and if you're if you're assessing the season as a whole, it's been an incredibly negative season so far for many reasons, from results to performances to injuries to finances, and only some of this is Allegri's fault. It's not all Allegri's fault, but let's not all suddenly paint like this Juve of suddenly, just because they've gone on a good run, that suddenly everything is okay, that everybody that criticised Allegri is wrong, um, everything that's happened this season is forgotten. The fact that Juventus had their worst season in history in the Champions League and took three points from a group, you know, all of a sudden, all of that is forgotten. It's been, a, it's yeah. so far, it's been an incredibly negative season. Yes. They're on a good run, great, fantastic. They have to continue. I've, they're going to say I think Juve, I think Juve's season is very reminiscent of Inter so far. And 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 that is that they've they had they've had their crises and they've been at times absolutely dreadful, but they're still thirty thirty one points. Uh, they're in the top four. 
Inter had a great Champions League group stage. Juventus did not. Um, I'd, I'd say that's where the differences are between them. They're both in contention for top four. Uh, I still think that a Scudetto run might be a little bit out of both of their hands. Uh, but you never know, because as we said, uh, you go into January, you inter-host Napoli to gain uh, a couple of weeks, a week or so afterwards, uh, you will play Napoli and then Napoli play Roma. So it's crunch time now. It's squeaky bum time. And um, it's uh, it's time for Napoli to show what their what their metal is, because the Scudetto's not won in, in November or January or, or anything like that. It's it's won in, 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 in May. Listen to the full show and all other episodes by going to patreon.com slash TIFP and become a member for only $2.99 per month.